Chapter 22, Winter Formalities Part 3, The Game Begins Amity wraps herself in her comfiest blanket, sunken in the middle of her pillows. Huddling, holding it close. She feels numb, her head is spinning. She's still panting from the panic attack that only stopped a few minutes ago. She feels like the source of this dread is on the tip of her tongue, but it's stuck. The why is just on the edge of her mind, and she can almost name it. It took quite a while for Amira to get her over here, to get her cleaned up and settled in bed. It took longer for Amity to calm down. Now Em had stepped out to grab something from the kitchen, leaving Amity alone with her thoughts. Exactly what she didn't want to be left alone with right now. Philip. It had something to do with Philip. She knows that, she knows she dropped a glass, she spilled champagne on herself and him. But why? What about Philip? Amity growls, pressing her forehead into her palm. Hoping to squeeze the memories out of her stupid head. A soft sound pulls her from her thoughts and she whips her head around to face the source. Her breath catches, and she smiles. A silly, gangly delinquent is peering in her balcony door. Fancy heels in her hand, her body wrapped in a pretty, almost black dress. Her hair is a little messy, but still lovely. Amity stands up, dashing to the door and throwing it open, her heart racing. H-Luz tries to speak, but Amity crashes into her full force, squeezing her tightly. Luz returns the hug, before scooping Amity up and she instantly feels better, Luz's arms have that effect on her. Luz stumbles into the bedroom, and closes the door with her foot. She leans into that comfortable warmth, clinging to Luz's shoulders. Safe. Luz is here. She's safe. You okay, Ams? Luz whispers, a hand searching before setting her down on the bed. Not really. Amity replies, finally letting go once Luz starts shaking. Amity pulls her girlfriend onto her bed. Luz holds her close, rubbing her back as she does so. What do you need? Luz's voice is rough, like her throat is too tight or something, and she's still a little out of breath from it all. Amity hums into her shoulder, what does she need? She needs to know why her mom demanded to meet Luz despite never mentioning her in all these. Months. She needs to know why she gets like this, she needs to know why she's so stressed all the time. But no matter what the cause is, she doesn't want to stay here. She wants to be anywhere but here, this cold and empty house that isn't her home. Can we leave? Amity asks softly, carting her fingers through Luz's soft hair. Luz chuckles and leans back to pepper her face in little kisses, sure hermosa. She says, smiling softly as she reaches for her purse, let me text Lucia quick. Amira came back to the room a few minutes later, holding an armful of food she stole from the catering company. Sandwiches, fancy baked things, chocolates, and fruit, all tucked into a basket she may or may not have also stolen. Thank goddess you got away too, huh, Luz? Amira jokes, sitting down on the edge of Amity's bed, some party, huh? Luz snorts. Yeah, it's quite the shindig for sure. Gotta say though, not loving your mom's vibe. She says that curious expression on her face again.
Not quite contemplative, and not quite upset, both and neither. Amity wonders what she's thinking. You and everyone else who isn't huffing whatever shit she's on. M snorts, before turning to Amity, how are you feeling? Honestly? Not great. Luz and I are going to head out. Amity says, untangling herself from her girlfriend, hopping off her bed to grab a few things from the closet. Stuffing them into a duffel bag, not caring about what the hell she grabs. Anything to get her out of here faster. In all honesty, she'll probably just steal some of Luz's clothes once they get there. She hates this feeling, and she realizes with a start that she hates this place. Supposedly her home, yet it's never felt less like a home. Good plan, I'm probably going to duck out and go to Viney's. M says, and Amity spots a slight blush on her sister's cheeks. Viney, Amira's secret friend from college, Amity has suspected them of being more for a month or so, but hasn't bothered prying. She makes a mental note to tease Amira later, once everyone's in the right headspace for it. Wait, is your mom going to freak out if we all leave? Luz asks, frowning. Amity looks more closely at her girlfriend's face and posture. Her fingers are digging into her sleeves, just a little. Who cares? Amity and Amira both say at the same time, and the room erupts in nervous giggles. Luz's hands slide away from her arms, and Amity takes her hands squeezing gently. It'll be fine Luz, after all. I've got you. She says, feeling a warm feeling spreading through her chest. Luz stares up at her, brown eyes sparkling. Amira hums softly, before inching back towards the door. Well it looks like you two have it covered, I I I am going to go pack. And with that they're alone. Luz? Yeah ams? I'm so glad you're here with me. Luz stares into Amity's eyes, and she can't help but feel a little bashful. Almost wanting to hide her face from Luz's intense gaze. Me too, let's go wait for Lucy. Luz holds Amity close as they lounge on the couch, Ida snoring softly from the other as Lucia makes tea in the kitchen. Now that they're home, the entire night feels like a dream, like it wasn't real. The dinner, the weird conversations with Odelia. It was like Luz had fallen down a rabbit hole and wound up in fucking bizarro wonderland, only to wake up under the oak tree. Odelia had been sweet as a peach during dinner, if not a little, handsy. Asking thoughtful questions, engaging in conversation that was pleasant enough at first hearing. The more Luz thought it over though, the less and less sweet Odalia seemed. Every single alarm that could possibly exist in her head was blaring at the same time. Odalia's furious glare flashing in her mind. The way she squeezed Luz's shoulder. Her thumb gently rubbed Luz's skin. The way she seemed angry when Amelia had interrupted whatever the hell she was planning on doing. The venom dripped from her words. That cold and pale hand resting on Amity's hip. Nothing about that gala had felt right. Not the way Philly Cheesesteak had kept sneaking peeks at Amity during their little conversation. Not the way Amity sort of seemed to shut down when he showed up. Luz can't be 100% certain yet she's never been more sure of anything in her life. 
Maybe it's her trauma, or overactive imagination, but something is going on. Something between Odalia, Cheesesteak, and Amity. Something bad. Luz pulls Amity closer, kissing her hair as she retreads every suspect moment of last night. Every touch, every word, every glance. Searching for the clue, the key piece that would slot into place and have the whole thing becoming obvious to her. She has a bad feeling, but she knows one thing for sure. Odelia Blight made a fucking mistake. She tipped her hand, just a little, and now Luz is watching. She's paying attention. Luz is going to find out if her suspicion is true. Here you two go, sleepy time with a Agave. Lucia says, plopping two mugs on the coffee table before walking towards the entryway. Lucia shrugs on Dad's old bomber army surplus jacket and grabs her crowded keys, the jingling rings through the room. Where are you going? Luz asks. Lucia looks so tired, black rings under her eyes complement her more pronounced than usual slouch. Out to buy more smokes. Lucia says, swinging the front door wide before stepping through. The sound of the deadbolt locking follows a moment later. Luz sips her tea, enjoying the peace and quiet after a wild and loud night. She runs her fingers through Amity's hair, eyes drinking up the new color greedily. Your hair looks fucking awesome. She says, and Amity shifts to look up at her. Yeah? You like it? She asks, timidly. I do. Luz confirms, it, it kind of suits you better than green in my opinion. Amity kind of looks like a fairy princess now. Well maybe not while she's wearing Luz's otter onesie. Though the fact that it's slightly too short for her is insanely cute. I think so too. Amity agrees, sinking back into Luz's shoulder. Rubbing her thumb over Luz's hand both of them slowly but surely decompressing. Luz can feel Amity releasing the tension in her body. Luz can feel her own shoulders slowly letting go. Amity breathes deeply before she says, I'm actually surprised my mom didn't lose her shit about it. Luz perks up slightly, yeah? She seems like she can be a little bit. She pauses to find the right word, intense. That's putting it lightly. Amity says with a dark chuckle, she was on her best behavior tonight, I don't know what got into her. She's usually worse? Luz asks, trying to fish as subtly as she can, not to deceive Amity, Luz just doesn't want to upset her. Yeah, she's uptight and strict, always expecting me to be perfect, always on my ass about everything. Amity shifts, and Luz leans over, their legs tangled between them as they rest on the arms of the couch, Amity Blight. You got 93 on your pre-calculus test. What is the meaning of this, or a blight is always perfect and presentable dear, go change, shit like that. Luz figured as much from the little she had heard about Odalia, but her fear and concern faded away, replaced by bitter anger and a deep caring for the girl she's looking at. Luz reaches out, and gently rubs Amity's hand. She can be ruthless too, like with me and Willow and I know she's done shady shit to help Blight Industries. And, yeah, she used to hit us. Amity falls silent, her face downcast. They sit there in silence for a while, then Luz manages to whisper, I'm sorry.
it's not your fault. Amity mumbles, looking at her hands. I know, Luz says gently, but it still sucks. Amity hums, leaning back against the arm of the couch and putting a hand to her forehead. Yeah. Thank you, Luz. She says. They sit there, neither speaking for a long while. Luz is torn, she wants to ask the question burning in her mind, but she can't just ask it, can she? Her mind is racing, always drawing back to that same, dark conclusion she's loath to admit she's thinking. The way Odelia touched them both, the look on her face when Luz said she was going to take care of Amity. The way Amity reacted when Philip showed up. The way Amity couldn't remember what happened with Philip. Ida snorts in her sleep, rolling over. Her wild mane of hair cascading over the side. Amity forgets a lot actually, now that Luz thinks about it. A voice rings out in her mind. They're so boring that I usually can't even remember the shit we do. If Luz's suspicion is correct, maybe she shouldn't ask Amity directly. Maybe Amity doesn't even realize. But is that possible? Is it possible to totally and completely forget it, if it's still happening? Luz decides to keep it in the back of her mind and turn her focus back on Amity. They eat, and then lie in bed and talk for a little while. Luz fully engages with her girlfriend, enjoying this soft and domestic moment. After a while and both of them start to doze. Let's hit the hay. Luz asks, and Amity nods. Good night Luz, I love you. Amity says, kissing Luz's nose before turning out the light. I love you too Ams, sweet dreams. Luz stares at her constellation. The dim glow is comforting. Familiar. Safe. She's safe. Amity is safe. For now. Chapter 23, Happy Holiday. Thank fucking goddess, it's finally Christmas break. Luz and her friends are wandering the streets of the northeast end, laughing and dicking around in the snow, small flakes drifting down from the gray sky. They're at a park, a white wonderland stretching out before them, where a few kids are playing. The world is quiet. The usual sounds of the city are muffled. It's beautiful. You, snowman? Gus asks, breaking the serene silence. The tassels of his multicolored toque flapping as he whirls his head around. Hell yeah! Hunter replies, his thick winter coat making him look rounder than he actually is. Luz laughs as the two of them start scooping up snow. Her eyes fall on a small purple splotch on Hunter's wrist, and her smile dies. He insisted that he ran into something last night. Knowing that he lives with cheesesteak, Luz honestly doesn't know what to believe anymore. She turns, doing her best to smile at Willow as she passes, before her eyes fall on the lavender-haired goddess closing the distance between them fast. Amity is wearing Luz's beanie, and her letterman over a chunky sweater. Her golden eyes sparkling, her cheeks already red from the cold. She's so pretty, but right now all Luz can think about is the past few days. When Odelia didn't let Amity out of the house on Monday after they got back. How Amity barely answered her phone during that weekend, and only gave vague answers as to how her business trip was. 
how on Tuesday Amity had much clearer answers for what they did. They talked about how to be an effective CEO. Apparently it was all confidence. But Luz kept an eye on her, she pretended not to notice the faded bruises. Even though her anger burned inside her at the sight of them. One thing she was absolutely certain of was that Amity didn't remember any of it, though how she forgot wasn't exactly she wasn't sure. Luz remembered feeling relieved, but also on edge. When Amity had told her that that was the last business trip of the year. The holidays were too busy to bother organizing one. Next would be hosted in the spring, effectively nixing Luz's observations until then. Cheesesteak gave off major bad vibes, and he was definitely hurting Hunter, that alone was inexcusable. She wants to talk to him about it sometime, but... If that man was hurting Amity too? Luz wonders if Lucia still has Anthony's number? Maybe she could persuade him to break a few kneecaps for old time's sake. Hey you, whatcha thinking about? Amity asks, nudging Luz's shoulder with a soft grin. Just thinking about my awesome girlfriend. Luz says, wagging her eyebrows as she does so. Amity rolls her eyes, and shoves her gently. Luz shelves her angst for now, opting instead to sweep Amity off her feet. Literally. Luz. She shrieks, and they both break out into a fit of giggles. Luz runs through the snow and Amity clings to her neck. We're gonna fall. I've got you Hermosa. There's no way we're going to fall. A moment later Luz's foot slips out from under her, and she grunts in surprise as both of them crash into the snow. Laughing, even as the powder flies into their face. She wipes the snow out of her eyes, and is surprised to see gold staring down at her. Amity leans in and kisses her, and Luz holds her close. Ugh. They're at it again. Willow groans. Get a room for you too. Hunter shouts. Hey. Watch it you. Amity snaps back, grinning wide. Is that a challenge, Blight? Hunter says, a twinkle in his eye. It's a promise. Amity winks at Luz and rolls off her, scooping up a handful of snow and dashing towards their friends. Luz chuckles, watching as Hunter and Amity engage in an epic snow fight. Snowballs whipping through the air like bullets as they weave, duck, and dive around each other. It's like watching an anime fight, except slower, with snow and a lot more laughing. Luz saunters over to Willow and Gus, partway through building a snowman. Who do you think's going to come out on top? Luz asks. Not Hunter. Willow says with a snort. There's a beat of silence where the only sound they can hear is Amity and Hunter battling it out. Wait, what? Gus cries out, is Hunter a bottom? Yeah, is he a bottom? I could totally see him being a bottom. Luz asks, smirking as Willow's cheeks flush. I didn't say that. Willow grumbles, trying her hardest to ignore Luz and Gus putting on their best puppy eyes. Get wrecked dude. Amity yells out triumphantly from a few yards away staring down at a gloved hand feebly sticking out of the snow. Okay, he's a major bottom. 
Willow murmurs, and the three of them laugh, walking over to help dig their friend out of the snow he was somehow buried in. Listen, I'm calling it now, Captain Avery already knows. Gus says patiently, tucking his hands behind his head as he leans back on the couch. I think he's still figuring it out. Remember the scene when they're hiding from the cyber lizards? Hunter counters before taking a sip of hot chocolate. What? No way, remember last episode when Avery mentioned disguises? They were disguising themselves, Gus, putting on a show like they were totally brainwashed. Hunter replies, Luz, help me out. The boys are both staring at Luz, and Amity watches from the nearby table, smiling at how thoughtful Luz is, her face drawn in concentration. It's a cute expression that she loves. I don't know, the way they frame the scene makes it feel like they're talking about O'Bailey. Subtext-wise you know? But at the same time, it was pretty explicit here. Luz taps her lips, and Amity nearly forgets where she is. Damn, she's so pretty. Lucia hums, tapping her phone rapidly. She's sitting across the table from Amity. No, no, no. She mumbles, and Amity looks over at her. Lucia looks sweaty, despite the fact she hasn't been doing anything today. Her lips forming a tight frown, her posture is scrunched. Tense. You okay? Amity offers, and Lucia blinks in response. She's shifting in her seat, bouncing her leg. Um. Maybe. Can. I ask you something? She stammers, tugging at her long side bangs and looking anywhere but directly at Amity. Amity shifts, fully facing her girlfriend's sister. Thinner than Luz, longer than Luz. Taller than her. She looked profoundly tired almost all the time, now that Amity thought about it. She was quiet, measured. Usually completely cool and unflusterable. This was unusual. Sure, what's up? She says, leaning her elbows against the worn wood table. Why you're rich right? Well my family is rich, so yeah I guess so. So? Ah. Uh, what sort of Christmas gifts do? Lucia stutters and stammers. What sort of gifts do rich people like to get? Lucia finally whispers, eyes wide, locked onto Amity. She's never seen Lucia like this. It's curious. What do you mean what sort of gift? Like as opposed to a not rich person? Like, normal people will ask for socks, or will really want, like, a new game, or maybe tickets to something. She says, her shoulder slumping as she finally stops wiggling, because rich people can just buy those things you know? Whenever they want. Amity mulls it over, she has a point. Amity doesn't usually think about Christmas, why should she when she can get whatever she wants easily whenever she pleases? For a moment she wonders if Luz is having a hard time picking a gift for her. Amity has told her again and again that she doesn't have to, but Luz keeps insisting that she's going to anyway. And Amity's gifts for Luz. Personal things. Things you can't get from a store. Amity says before taking a sip from a glass of water, like I don't know, a poem or something. Make something personal. 
Lucia lights up, and smiles wide, God damn it, I can be so stupid. Thanks, Ams. No problem. Amity smirks, leaning across the table a little, so, got a special rich person in your life? Haha. <laughs> nah, I was just curious. Lucia's face turns beet red, and she stands up so fast she nearly knocks her chair over, oh damn, look at the time, I should get to work. Shop isn't open today. Ida asks as she walks into the kitchen, Lucia darts past her, shooting a venomous look back as she goes. Says you. I got, uh, important stuff I forgot to tidy up. By everyone. Te amo. Te amo. Everyone chimes back, then she's gone. What's up with her? Luz asks, sliding into the chair next to Amity and wrapping an arm around her shoulder. Dunno. Amity says, smiling softly. Luz steps into the apartment, putting her keys on a hook as she kicks off her shoes. Amity steps in a moment later, she's wearing the biggest, comfiest coat Luz has ever seen. It's huge, and almost completely covers her body. It's so soft, and frankly, ridiculous. So naturally, Luz loves it. Amity hoists a bunch of bags over her shoulder, and looks around. Hello? She calls out into the quiet apartment. Luz chuckles as she shuts the door and locks it. Trying her hardest not to think too hard. No one's home yet. Luz says, and it's true, everyone's busy with final preparations today, after all, it's Christmas Eve. When are they going to be back? Probably around four. She pauses, Ida put the turkey in a little while ago, so everything's good to go. Just gotta make sure to baste it every once in a while. She says, walking into the kitchen to check on the massive bird in the oven. So what you're saying is that we have the place to ourselves for the whole day? Amity asks, her voice quiet and, something else. Yeah, isn't it great? We can do dash, Luz's words die in her throat when she turns around. I got you an early present. Amity says, drawing her words out. Red ribbon, wrapped and looped all around her body. In between her chest, around her ribs, covering her nipples and between her legs. A big bow, literally, ties it all together, resting just below her breasts. Ah. Lou says, intelligently carrying a conversation she had no idea would be taking this turn. Amity's coat is on the floor, and her hip is jetted out a little. Luz's eyes drinking up every curve of her pale body. She stalks down the hallway, hips swaying as she goes, and Luz is powerless not to follow. Luz can't quite remember how she got to her bedroom. Well? Aren't you going to open it? Amity asks, lounging on Luz's bed like a damned pagan nymph, tempting her. She swallows, her mouth feels dry, why yeah, I think I can manage that. She climbs on the bed, eyes wide, heart racing. She doesn't grab at the ribbon just yet, instead she gently runs her hands along Amity's sides. You're so beautiful Amity. She whispers, a thrill running through her spine when Amity sighs. Only for you babe. She smiles, and Luz shrugs off her plaid overshirt, leaving her in a dark grey tank top. 
yeah? Luz asks, noticing that most of Amity's outfit isn't ribbon, but instead red lingerie. Luz appreciates the artistry of the straps and lace, how they weave in and out of each other. Drawing her eyes towards Amity's lips. She kisses Amity's neck softly, humming when Amity exhales through her mouth. Running her palm up and down that alabaster skin, her girlfriend's breath hitching as her fingertips dance over her hip bone. She pecks Amity's jaw. Pish. Just under her ear. A sharp breath. On her lips. Again. And again. Luz deepens the kiss just as Amity wraps her arms around her neck, keeping her close. Luz just enjoys this, lips pressed together, only removing them to replace them a moment later. Luz melts into Amity's embrace, lightly shifting her body just to feel Amity writhe underneath her. Lou. She huffs out, and when Luz sucks at her neck she squeaks. Luz takes her time, slowly touching Amity all over. Kissing her lips, face, and neck, gently rubbing, touching, and pinching. She carefully undoes the bow. Amity watching her fingers. Luz leans against Amity, teeth digging into her collarbone lightly. Hot breath washing against her hair, sweet needy sounds filling the room. Amity's hands cup Luz's ass and squeeze. Mmmnnn. Luz reaches lower, brushing her fingers across Amity's damp red panties. She smirks as Amity huffs out a needy gasp, and she catches her lips in a searing kiss. Just as she presses her fingers into Amity's clit, swallowing her girlfriend's moans. The soaked cotton is the only thing between her and that enticing heat. Luz grunts as Amity starts rolling her hips, grinding into her hand. She adjusts her wrist, then moves that damned red cotton out of the way. Ha! Huh. Amity's breath has goosebumps forming on Luz's skin, she presses herself a little closer, rubbing two fingers against that spot loving just how wet Amity is for her. Amity moans, kissing any skin that she can reach. Her hands grip at Luz's tank top, trying to pull her impossibly closer. Their lips crash together. Luz groans when Amity shudders underneath her. Close, she murmurs, eyes wrenched shut. Luz doesn't stop, she loves the way Amity comes undone for her. Just for her. Luz's thoughts darken for a moment. Just for her. Amity makes a quiet noise, and a moment later she comes under Luz. Shivering, shuddering, gasping. Moaning. It's perfect. It's so good. Luz smiles as Amity goes slack beneath her, and she snuggles into her favorite person. What Ayub? About you? Amity huffs out clearly out of breath. Luz smirks, oh Hermosa, that's easy. She tears off her shirt, and the rest of her clothes. Amity lets out a breathy laugh, eyes glazed over with lust. Luz spreads Amity's legs, crawling up between them to harshly latch onto a nipple. The only sound ringing out in her bedroom is Amity's shaky cry, followed by a deep, desperate moan. Luz grins, biting her lips slightly as she sinks into her girlfriend. Luz moans as Amity gasps. Luz thrusts forward,
driving her clitty into Amity easily, effortlessly. They fit together so well. She caresses Amity's cheek as she props herself up on the other elbow. Shish. Amity breathes out. Ams. Fuck. Lou's whispers, her legs jerking slightly as her muscles lock up. She moans out, leaning closer to capture Amity's skin with her mouth. Sweat. Sounds. Names called out. Amity holding Luz close, grinding slowly as Luz pounds her into the mattress. Luz grips the sheets hard, her voice stalling as everything tightens. Not a very long fuck, but they don't all need to be. Luz grunts and whimpers as she feels the tension snap inside her. Ams. Luz. Their lips crash together. Luz gets swept up, losing herself in Amity's touch. Amity is scratching her scalp, lightly rubbing her back. She's lying right on top of her. She cracks her eyes open and finds Amity smiling at her. What? She chuckles. Amity doesn't say anything for a moment, instead she continues to look down. Her soft smile is enchanting, enthralling, Luz would do anything to make sure that she's happy. Luz will do anything. I love you Luz. Amity says softly. I love you too, Ams. She replies, kissing her awesome girlfriend, enjoying this quiet and serene moment. Luz wishes that it could last forever. Babe wears the fancy cutlery. Ida yells out, cupping her hands to her mouth. Ida Lynn, the same place they always are, above the fridge. Rain says, patiently, but also a little exhaustedly. Amity smiles, trying to resist the urge to offer her help. Camila and Ida had already shut her down half a dozen times, not to mention that Lucia threatened to sit on her if she tried to do anything. You got enough on your plate dealing with Luz. Ida had said, sticking her tongue out at Luz's indignant protests. The kitchen, as usual, smells amazing. Winter spices coat her nose, and the rich wholesome food has her mouth watering. Sure, Amity Blight has had higher brow Christmas dinners, she's eaten pheasant and or other exotic animals and dishes. Sometimes her Christmas dinners had been prepared by world-renowned chefs. But something Amity Blight never had before, was a simple dinner with family. Someone was always busy back home, in fact everyone was busy tonight. Amity didn't lament at it so much as marvel at it. All her life, she had thought her family normal. She looks around, as Lucia and Luz weave their way in between their three parents. Camila and Rain laughing, doting on an obstinately stubborn Ida. She thought her family was normal, but that couldn't have been farther from the truth. They were bent, broken, twisted, warped, the Blights were hardly a family at all as far as she was concerned. But here? Sitting at the now familiar dining table? She smiles as Luz sits down next to her, with Lucia on the other side. The three adults sitting across from them. Here? With food that actually tasted like food, where the portions were large enough to actually fill your stomach? Where the woman in charge demands you take seconds, just to make sure you've eaten enough? These people are more her family than her real family. 
Amelia is exempt of course, being more of a mother to Amity than Odelia ever has. The twins have gotten way better. Amity frowns, looking down at the remnants of her second plate, even as Lucia and Luz playfully roughhouse for the last of the mashed potatoes. Really, it's just her parents. They're the ones who dragged the family down. Amity allows herself to imagine, just for a moment, that she didn't have to live with her parents anymore. Imagine living with Amelia, or hell, she could even live here. She felt forlorn and melancholic. The dinner was fantastic, and now everyone was seated in the living room. Wrapped boxes under a plastic Christmas tree. The warm glow should make Amity feel even more safe and comfortable. But she's not, she's worried. What if Luz doesn't like her gift? What if she messes up? Goddess knows she's practiced it enough times to last forever. Amity is shocked when Lucia hands her a small box, a very faint smile on her face. She opens it slowly, and laughs out loud. A collector's edition box set of the So Bad It's Good live-action Azure movies. Is, is this signed? Amity asks. Hell yeah. Found it at a flea market. I thought you'd get a kick out of them. There's deleted scenes and junk. Thanks Lucia. Amity says, feeling her heart swelling, she hugs Luz's big sister tightly. The next gift Amity receives is from Luz. It's a big, soft package, wrapped extremely poorly. I tried really hard, but wrapping is my weakness. Luz comments, hovering nervously as Amity opens it. Soft white fleece, pink triangles. Amity pulls out the fabric. A cat onesie? Amity asks, staring at Luz, who visibly shifts. Looking away. Why yeah? I figured, since you steal mine so often, if I got you one then I could steal it back dash, Luz's words are cut off as Amity wraps her arms around Luz's. Neck. It's such a simple gift, on the surface it would seem like there was barely any thought put into it. But Amity steals Luz's onesie every time she stays over. Every time. Now they have another thing to share. It's perfect. This is perfect. Amity grins, rushing to the bedroom to try it on. She eyes her bags, the guitar-shaped one catching her eye. She takes a shaky breath in, then hops into her very comfortable onesie. So, um, I've been learning to play guitar. Amity mumbles, looking anywhere but directly at her girlfriend. This is stupid, this was a stupid idea, she should have just gotten Luz a bar of gold or something. Dope. Luz says, smiling, sitting cross-legged on her bed, waiting as Amity tuned the instrument. Yeah. And I, uh. I got you a present. You're still wearing my present, remember? Luz snorts wagging her eyebrows wildly. Amity feels a little heat flood her face, she's still wearing the Christmas lingerie. She chuckles, cocking an eyebrow at Luz, true, but I got you another one. Ams. I only got you the one. Luz, I didn't buy it. I. Amity pauses, eyes darting away as she mutters, I made you something. Luz watches, apparently unsure of what's going to happen next.
Amity takes a deep breath in, turning the desk chair so she's fully facing her girlfriend. She rests the guitar on her knee and strums experimentally. Did, you? Luz asks quietly. I wrote you a song. Amity says, starting to play. Holy shit. Luz whispers, eyes as wide as dinner plates. Amity takes her time, remembering at the last second to focus on not increasing the tempo as she went. Her and Willow agonized over the lyrics for a month or so, the chord progression for just as long. Amity loses herself in the sound, letting her voice spill out. Emotions she's voiced a thousand times at this point flowing as easily as water down a gentle stream. Luz watches soundlessly, so still she might have been a statue if Amity didn't know better. Amity sings and plays a song just for Luz, only for her. She sings about a girl who was sad and alone, and a new girl who everyone tried to hurt. About how the new girl wasn't so scary, in fact she was wonderful. She changed the sad girl's life, maybe she even saved her life. The sad girl wanted to spend the rest of forever making sure the not-so-new girl knew just how much she was loved. She sings each verse, each chorus, letting it all wash over her. Sure, her home life is shit. But maybe that isn't even her home anymore. Blight Manor is definitely not her home. This starry-eyed girl, watching her perform a sappy love ballad like she was a literal goddess fit for worship. The sad girl can't wait to see what their lives are going to look like in the future, but she's going to enjoy taking every single step with her love. The new girl who changed everything. The echoes of the last chord fade to silence. Amity opens her eyes, and finds Luz staring, water leaking down her face. Tears. El Luz? Amity asks, putting her guitar down on the floor, kneeling beside Luz's bed. No one, no one's ever done anything like this for me. Luz whispers, her face twisting as she tries to hold back. You deserve this, and every kindness ever, my Luz. Amity whispers, feeling her chest tighten as she does. I. Luz starts, but her words die, replaced by a quiet sob. Amity leans up, just as Luz slides off the bed. They crash in the middle and tumble down to the floor, laughing wetly. Amity wins up on top. Luz just stares up at her, a look of calm and trust on her face. She doesn't squirm, she doesn't hiss or gasp. Luz just smiles, and wipes her tears away. Thank you. Luz says. Amity kisses her so softly before pulling away just a little. Merry Christmas, Luz. She whispers back. Chapter 24, New Year's. Honestly? I think it's a trick. Willow says somberly, applying her eyeliner, leaning close to her vanity mirror. Amity snorts, her hair up in a head towel thingy as she pulls her tights on. Luz is lying on Willow's bed, staring at her ceiling while they all get ready. Well, everyone except Luz, she's been ready for 20 minutes. Willow looks over at her girlfriend with a wry smile, what? Why else would the loser brigade of all people be invited to Bosca's New Year's party? Who knows Willow? Boscha was going easier on us before break. Amity replies, shimmying her plaid skirt on.
Luz clenches her shoulders to keep blood from rushing where it really shouldn't. Apparently seeing Amity topless in a skirt really does it for Luz. It's definitely a ploy, to lure us into a false sense of security. Willow says, wagging her eyebrows in between plucking them. The three giggle, it really seems silly now, thinking back on how bad the Hexide elite used to be. She's definitely gonna destroy us, she's got supervillain written all over her. Luz says. How do you figure? Amity asks, tucking in her bright pink Hecate tank top into her skirt. Pulling her weird head towel thing off and shaking her hair out a moment later. Luz takes a moment longer than normal to answer. Uh well she's ruthless for starters, she's made teachers cry, and she picks on Gus constantly despite the fact he's a lil baby boy. Luz frowns, remembering Pinky's almost vicious bullying of Gus when Luz first met him. She'd make him do her homework, she'd bully him for a laugh, the real stereotypical high school drama bullshit. That's a good point, anyone who picks on a cutie like Gus must be a monster. Willow says, apparently satisfied with her work. She's wearing cute canvas overalls over a dark green sweater. Her hair is braided like usual. The two of them look good. Luz? She's wearing a black band t-shirt, with her arm wraps underneath, in part for their usual purpose but also for the aesthetic. She's got her high black-waisted jeans on along with goofy colorful socks with a little horned monster guy on them. It's a hot outfit, that's for sure, and unlike her usual style it's all very tight-fitting. For some reason she likes the way it hugs her slight curves, even though tight clothes usually bother her a lot. Amity frowns slightly, looking at the hairdryer she's just plugged in with a strange look. Then golden eyes meet her own, and Amity opens her mouth. There's a timid knock on the door. Hello? A familiar voice calls out. Hey, come in babe. Willow replies without looking, and the door swings open. Hunter walks in, half-dressed, holding an armful of clothes. Luz averts her eyes on instinct, those early years in the boys' change rooms coming back in a flash. Before she can muse on it she realizes Hunter is standing right in front of her. Luz, make some room. He scoffs, and she rolls onto the floor. Jesus. You didn't have to go that far. It's fine dude, it's floor time anyways. Luz says, watching as her friends laugh, she enjoys this light-hearted moment with the people she cares about most, her heart fluttering in her chest. Pushing down her concerns, her worries. The almost completely invisible marks on Hunter's stomach, the faintest purple peeking out from under the waistband of his jeans. She eyes the matching scars on his chest, and smiles. Everyone deserves the body they want. Though Luz can't help it when her dark suspicions supply horrid conclusions as she observes Hunter and Amity. What do y'all think? He asks, holding up a badass t-shirt adorned in wolves and a technically better cream t-shirt with a boring fashion logo on the chest. Wolf shirt for sure. Luz says. I'd go for the cream one personally. Amity retorts, and Luz wags her eyebrows silently at her girlfriend, snickering when Amity blushes just a little. Which do you like, babe? Willow asks, turning fully around to look at her boyfriend. 
Hunter waffles, stammering as he looks around desperately for an authoritative opinion. I, uh, well, hmm. Hunter? Willow says, her voice even impatient. Her expression is soft. Yeah? He croaks. If we weren't going out, if we were just gonna hang out together. The two of us, which shirt would you pick? Willow asks gently, standing up as she does. The wolf one. Hunter answers, blushing slightly as he looks at the floor. Willow crosses the distance and clasps one of his hands. Then there you go, wolf one it is. Wolf Uni. Luz mock yells from her spot on the floor. Eyes flying wide when Amity steps over her too, Luz barely catches sight of the spot between her legs as she does. Dios mio. I should have floor time more often. Where's Gus? We should get going soon. Amity asks, smirking ever so slightly as Luz tries to shuffle, to hide her totally not hardening dick. Last I saw he was talking with your dad's willow. Hunter says, beaming as he straightens out his shirt. Luz smiles and shifts to her knees, hands in her lap to hide her semi-solid. Willing it away so she can be fully in this moment with her friends. She's so going to pay Amity back for that. And I'm saying, there's no way it's a trap will. Gus says, gesturing wildly with his hands in that exaggerated way he does when he's excited, Boss Cha probably just needed to fill out the ranks, make the party extra crowded. Amity chuckles from the passenger seat of the very fancy car, before turning back to talk to her older sister. The woman who is definitely not an assassin. Amelia. The eldest Blight daughter had offered to drive them, apparently she had things to do in the area, but was silent on just what those things were. Amity had looked knowingly at her sister, but Luz couldn't understand what the hell any of it meant. Despite the mystery surrounding her errands, Luz wasn't worried. Out of all the people she had met at the gala, Amelia hadn't thrown a single bad vibe her way. She weirdly trusts the woman she barely knows. Honestly, that's more believable. Luz says. Luz feels her skin tingling at the thought of tonight. Focus girl. Whatever the reason she invited you all, make sure you're all safe. Amelia says, looking both ways as she pulls to a stop sign. Luz narrows her eyes, was it her imagination, or did Amelia's eyes linger on Amity when she said that? Luz isn't sure. Of any of it. Who's playing this game other than her and Odelia, whose side they're on, whether she has a chance at all. She just doesn't know enough yet. And that bothers her. In fairness, Boscha hasn't tried to destroy them for over two hours. Amity has to give credit where credit is due. Shit she even said hi to them. Her eyes lingering on Amity with a strangely pained look. A look she had never seen on her former friend's face before. It stuck with her in a way she couldn't describe. The beat drops, and Amity snaps back to the moment. The trance music is thrumming through her bones, people dancing all around her. Hands on her hips, she smiles, pressing her body into Luz. Their eyes meet, Luz smiles, Amity's heart beats faster. Lights flash, she pulls Luz closer. Their lips touch. 
Luz giggles, she drags Luz away from the dance floor. Into a corner, away from the noise, the lights, the people, the crowd. Luz surges forward, Amity's back bumps into the wall. Luz kisses her, and Amity moans. Luz's tongue meets her own. The faded beating of the music still surrounding them. She clutches at Luz's tank top, needing her closer. Hands yank at her skirt and Amity pulls it higher, gasping as Luz's hands find their way up, ghosting exactly where she needs it. Hi. Amity huffs out in her girlfriend's ear, smiling as said girlfriend shivers. Luz looks up at her with half-lidded eyes, before kissing Amity's jaw. Luz pulls her further, and they wander together, stopping to kiss and touch whenever it's too much to bear. Amity palms Luz's cock through her pants, Luz pressing a knee right to Amity's heart. Luz tosses her down on the first bed they can find before locking the door. She dives onto Amity, tearing her tights and breathing in. Amity shivers in anticipation, her hands gripping into unfamiliar sheets. She moans at the ceiling, and Luz grips her hips harder, panting while looking up at her. She's beautiful like this, the sight of Luz between her legs has Amity's heart pounding. What a way to ring in the new year. She thinks to herself as Luz leans back in, her toes curling from her girlfriend's efforts. Soft moans and heavy breaths fill the room, and Amity loses herself to the pleasure. Luz smiles, leaning against the front railing of Pinky's house. The large brick driveway running in a circle around an actual goddess-damned fountain. She sucks in smoke, her hips still a bit sore from the last few hours. The music is still going, people are clanging pots and pans and whatever else they can find, screaming at each other. Wishing everyone they meet a happy new year. Luz blows the smoke up in the air, watching it drift away into the night. Hey, Nosita. Someone calls out. Luz looks over her shoulder, and cocks an eyebrow. Pinky walks over to her in a yellow crop top, her letterman, and black pants. She walks up to Luz before leaning forward on the railing. Hey, Luz says, puffing another cloud, thanks for the invite, the party's actually really fun. So, to what do I owe the pleasure? Got a light? Pinky says, pulling a small cardboard box out of the inside of her coat. A cigarette between her fingers. Didn't know you smoked. Luz hesitates while Pinky looks her over. Only when I'm stressed. Pinky says, holding out her cig. Luz pulls her own out of her mouth and holds it out. Pinky meets her halfway, lighting hers before taking a long drag. Neither of them speak for a while the distant bass rumbling through the windows of the house. The chill air makes her skin tingle, and she pulls her jacket tighter to her body. Ah. Uh, Luz says. Luz? Pinky cuts her off. Yeah? Luz replies, eyeing Pinky, her muscles slightly tensed. Is this some kind of setup? This is hard for me, but I want to apologize. Pinky manages to grunt out. Both of Luz's eyebrows shoot up at that. What? The way I treated you, it was shitty. Boss Cha says, I was being a big idiot. Yeah, you kind of were. 
Luz agrees, smirking at the sight of Pinky shuffling uncomfortably. And, and there's something else. She trails off picking something off the railing as she blows a long trail of smoke up into the cold sky. Luz watches her, the way her eyebrows are working, her lips are tight. It's like she's working up the courage to say something. You, uh, remember the posters? She asks, glancing at Luz for a moment as she does. You mean the photos of me and my girlfriend having sex that someone posted all over school? Luz asks. Um, yeah, those posters. I put them up, took the picture, printed them, all of it. Pinky admits, her posture changing completely as she does. The confident sports girl is gone, she looks almost hollow inside, the usual spark behind her eyes vanishes. She looks like she'll collapse in on herself any minute. Pinky did it, she was the one. The one who caused so much pain. The one who hurt Amity. People ridiculed her for weeks, both of them. Boss Cha caused it, and, she just admitted it. Why are you telling me all this? Because I'm tired, tired of this, of the stupid game I'm supposed to play, the stupid hierarchy. I'm tired. Tired of trying to be perfect for a couple of class A bitches who don't know anything about me. She chuckles, but it's a muted and forlorn sound, fucking hells, I don't even think I know anything about me. It's a crime, you know, what you did. Yup, report me if you want to. I'll even testify against myself. Pinky's reply is instant, and Luz raises an eyebrow. Just, just let me explain first. Pinky takes a drag of her cig before blowing it out. Then she looks at Luz, this is so stupid, I'm so stupid. The reason I did it. I was jealous of you Luz. Luz takes a moment to process, it wasn't what she was expecting. Jealous? Jealous of her? What the hells was the world coming to? Jealous of what? Of you and Amity. Boss Cha says, sighing as she looks at the quiet and still fountain, I've been friends with her for years, years. But no matter what I did, no matter what I said, I never was able to get her to look at me the way she looks at you. Her expression is pained, and Luz finally sees it, she sees through the facade. The mask Boshka's been wearing. It was preposterous to think that there wasn't one. To think that the person that Boscha pretended to be was the real her. So, you had a crush on Amity? Had. Still do. Basha laughs humorlessly, but when you showed up, I knew that she noticed you right away. Right away? Yeah, after you had that encounter with her, the first one, something was different. Boscha looks down with an unreadable expression. I was mad about that. How long have you liked her? Years. But I didn't really know how to approach it. So I did what I always do, I acted like an asshole. Luz can't help it, she laughs a little bit, even Boscha smiles. So you took the picture to get back at me? Maybe, something like that. I don't really know why. Maybe I was hoping you two would break up or something. Boss Cha says, and Luz believes that she's ashamed, she can see it plainly on the girl's face. It's a feeling she knows all too well. Shit. Luz says, 
and fails to think of another word to add to the sentence. So she leaves it as is. Yep, Basha agrees, taking a deep breath in through her nose, it doesn't excuse what I did. And I don't expect you to forgive me. I just wanted you to know, and I wanted to apologize. I'm sorry Luz, for the pain I've caused. Thanks, for telling me. Luz says, punching the taller girl's shoulder lightly, I mean that. Jesus fucking Christ, how are you so calm about this? Depression. Luz deadpants, and Boscha barks out a laugh, this one is better, it sounds real. If that ain't a mood. Boscha grumbles, dropping her cigarette and stomping on it. It's getting a little chilly, we should probably head back inside, hey? Luz says, turning and starting to walk away, still mulling over the conversation she just had. A hand catches her shoulder. Luz, wait. There's one more thing. Luz looks back over her shoulder, and then turns fully around. Bosca's expression is completely different, she's tense, anxious even. She looks around, then she leans in close and whispers, my moms were having a party last night, some of their business friends. The tone sets off an alarm in Luz's brain. I was walking by the parlor, and I heard someone say your name. Luz frowns, they were talking about her? Who? Bosca's moms? Why? There's no way Odelia knows. She can't know that Luz is suspicious of her? Hell, Luz doesn't even know what exactly she's suspicious of. Odelia can't know. Can she? Her stomach drops like a ball of lead. Just, watch yourself Nosita, okay? Boscha says, walking back to the door. Luz stares out at the driveway for a while. Her mind racing. What the hell would a bunch of rich people want to talk about her for? She swings the door open. She doesn't notice a small carved motif in a single brick of the entryway. Carved in the likeness of a manticore. She steps back into the party, grateful for the loud music to drown out the noise in her head. She smiles when she spots Amity waving at her. What would they be talking about? Why are they interested in her? Hey, how are you? Amity asks, kissing Luz and giggling. Willow and Hunter are walking over as well, and Luz smiles more genuinely when she spots Gus, pressing a tall pale loser into a wall, their lips locked together. Maddie, his frenemy turned crush. I'm doing just fine. She says, grinning wide as most of her friends converge, and they're off to it again. None of them see Luz's smile fall the instant they look away. Chapter 25, Interlude Good night you two. Amelia says, leaning on the door frame of Amity's room. Well, technically it was the bedroom Amity uses when she stays at Amy's townhouse. A minor technicality. The girls both slur their good night, giggling as she closes the door. She shakes her head, reminding herself to sleep with her earbuds in. Still she's glad they both had a good time at that New Year's party. And it's not like she had a terrible time either, she smiles as she remembers just how nervous and needy. Her watch buzzes, three distinct vibrations. Her smile fades. 
She stalks down the hallway, down the narrow stairs, into her office, flicks on the desk lamp, then locks the door, and finally she sits at her desk. She ignores the whiteboard pushed against one side of the room, its surface littered with notes and theories, written by several different hands. She ignores the all-too-familiar cork board on the opposite end of the room, pictures of various people tacked up and linked by red string. Her mother is in one, shades on her face and a large hat. Amelia picks up a mask off her desk. A jet-black masquerade mask. The contours around the eyes are painted bright yellow, and two triangles jet out from the top like cat ears. She frowns. What in the hells are you doing mom? She mutters quietly, mulling over the strange object she had found during one of her, recent visits to the family home. Her mind snaps back to the drive home, when Amity had fallen asleep in the car. Hey Amelia. Luz asked, her eyes drooping a little. What's up? Is Odelia, like, a bad guy? Luz asked, chuckling as she did, cuz, no offense of course, I think she's pretty evil, dude. Amelia nearly drove her car off the road. Well, she's certainly not a nice woman. Amelia answered, trying to keep her face even. Why would Luz ask that? What did she know? Has Amity talked to her? Has Odelia talked to her? Can she trust Luz? Or is she? Can Luz get info from Amity that her and the twins can't? She didn't know. Thankfully Luz just laughed, and agreed that she wasn't nice. Amelia spent the rest of the drive home wondering what that question meant, if it meant anything at all, the two girls were spectacularly drunk. Amelia places the mask down next to her phone, before reaching into an interior pocket of her jacket, sewn with Edelin's help. She pulls out another phone, smaller, less notable. She unlocks it by pressing her thumb into the screen. A special encrypted messaging app only has one new message. Five words. Amelia stares bleakly, weeks of effort and struggle rendered useless by five stupid words. Subpoena didn't help, data doctored. Her body barely reacts, even if her mind does. She didn't really expect the subpoena to work, but it could have made their lives easier if it had. She types her reply. Shit, we'll think of something. She puts the phone down, resting her forehead in her hands. Sighing. Fuck, she's so tired. Her watch buzzes. Three times. Might be time to ask the expert. Amelia frowns, her moral compass screaming at her. She has to do this. Even if she gets disbarred for it. She has to do it. No matter the cost. For Amity. Her inner lawyer weeps as she types her answer. Okay, I'll see what I can do. GN. She puts the phone down, and her eyes drift to the cork board. To a picture of Amity, being guided into a limo by Philip Wittebane. Taken discreetly without either of their knowledge. A distant memory. Amity was crying in her room. The little girl told Amelia she was sad, but didn't know why. She picks up the burner phone and dials her second starred contact, a now familiar number. Her eyes never leave that photo. 
never leaving her sister's face. Fine mom, we'll do this the hard way. Chapter 26, Spring Break Holy shit! Luz exclaims as the car turns a corner and their destination comes into view. I told you it was fancy. Amity replies with a chuckle, sitting in the back seat of Lucy's car with her. You weren't kidding Boots, this is Deluxe. Ida says, whistling as they pull up to a wrought iron gate. This one is blessedly free of monstrous motifs. The code is 35129 Lucia. Amity chirps, and Luz watches her big sister lean out the window and punch in the numbers into a little silver keypad. Sure enough, the gate slides open, giving way to a smooth and well-paved driveway. Cutting over a pristine green lawn dotted with cherry blossom trees, their petals starting to bloom. And in the distance, a large two-story rectangular house. White paneled walls and dark shutters flanking the windows. Beyond the beach house was the beach itself, a gorgeous stretch of sand. The ocean was literally right there. This is gonna be good. Ida cackles, look at the fancy digs Lucy. Yeah, fancy. Lucia mumbles, pulling the car into one of a dozen parking stalls nestled right in front of a goddess-damned promenade. The other stalls are empty. They're the first ones here. Luz adjusts her red baseball cap, flashing Amity a smile and a wink when they make eye contact. Amity's hair is longer than when they met, and the lavender has faded to a pretty pink color. Her sundress is, making Luz think thoughts. Instead, she rolls out of the car and heads for the trunk to grab her things. She slings the same backpack she takes everywhere to her back, while Amity pulls out a single small suitcase. Lucia has two duffel bags, which is one more bag than she usually brings on trips. She told Luz that Ida forgot to pack, and sure enough, their mom just walks straight away from the passenger side towards the house. Whistling as she goes. Luz watches her stepmom wander around the house, Wolf whistling loudly as she takes in the fancy place they'll be staying for the weekend. Luz was really excited, despite the creeping suspicion in her mind. How could she not be? This is lining up to be the best spring break she's ever had. And she's never stayed in a place like this before. Who says dating a rich girl doesn't have perks? If only those perks didn't have to have such a high price. Luz shrugs it off, she can't prove anything yet, and there's probably no way she's going to get any info in the next few days. So the best she can do is enjoy it with Amity. I guess nobody else is here yet. Amity hums, leading the way towards the door. Yup. Lucia replies, a little too loudly. Luz narrows her eyes as she takes in her sister. She looks, disappointed. What's that about? This place is nuts ams. Luz chuckles out as she drops her backpack in the bedroom they'll be using for the trip. A weekend away from the city, from their loud and busy lives. From, from everything going on. Honestly, Amity needs it, needs this. A break. The room is big, it's always reminded her of her bedroom at the manor. A huge sliding glass door acts as the window. She can see the ocean from where she's standing next to the king-sized bed.
She unzips her suitcase and starts pulling out her stuff, before filing off the mostly organized piles into the large dresser. Yeah my family goes big or they don't go at all. Amity replies, smiling as she watches her girlfriend unpack. Whereas Amity had packed her clothes in an orderly fashion, it seems Luz just crammed everything in as she thought of it. Boxers come out first, then a few pairs of socks, then some pajamas, then three shirts. And so on and so forth. Well I'm not going to complain about staying here for free. Luz says, trying to figure out what to do now that her clothes are strewn all over the bed. She's looking around at the pile helplessly, before she starts reorganizing it. Yeah, it was, surprising that Amelia managed to convince mom and dad. Amity admits, sitting down on the edge of the mattress and helping, trying not to think too hard about Luz's boxers in her hands. Yeah? Your mom knows we're here? Luz asks, her tone changing for an instant, it's pretty dope they were cool with it. She adds in a much cheerier voice. Amity narrows her eyes, it is pretty dope. But why are you so concerned about it? I don't know. I can't imagine my mom would let me have a bunch of friends over for an entire weekend at the apartment without any supervision. Luz, Ida, and Lucia are here. Amity counters, putting the last of Luz's clothes away. Yeah, like I said, no supervision. Luz answers with a smirk. Amity giggles, feeling something nice bubbling in her chest. She pushes Luz down on the bed. Well, Amelia will be here soon, so as long as we're still unsupervised. She says, letting her voice drop. Ams. Luz huffs out, a moment before their lips meet. I can't believe that's when Captain Avery figured it out. Hunter shouts, waving his beard dramatically. They're all sitting in the, living room? The sitting room? The lounge? A room with things to sit on in the vacation home. Amelia and the twins arrived a few hours after Luz. Hunter, Gus, and Willow arrived just after lunch. It's been a blast so far, everyone just chilling, hanging out and talking. It's been brilliant. The only issue is that the twins keep saying things that Luz's bisexual heart just cannot handle. Amity actually growled the last time Amira absently wondered what Luz would look like flustered underneath her. What are you talking about? It was so obvious, man. Gus shouts, smirking. Hunter and Gus get into it, animatedly discussing their favorite show. Willow simply smiles as they do, holding Hunter's hand. The day has been so nice, but Luz has noticed something odd, it started as soon as Amelia showed up. Lucia is usually reserved and cautious, but... The sound of laughter drifts over their conversation, and Luz looks to the source. Her sister is howling, wrapping her arm around Amelia's shoulder. Ida smirks at the two of them, leaning against the fancy stone wall a little ways apart from them, shaking her head. Amelia smiles, and says something Luz can't hear. Lucia blushes. Ha, huh, neat. I got it. Luz shouts out dashing across the sand like a blur. She dives, her arms extended in front of her. A flurry of sand and a trans girl sailing through the air, 
she lands a foot in front of where the volleyball bounces. Point, that's a game. Gus shouts from the sidelines. Willow, Hunter, and Amira all shout and cheer rings out, as Amity kneels next to Luz, who hasn't moved yet. Guess I don't get it, she wheezes, pushing herself up. Amity chuckles, and brushes the sand off of her girlfriend's face. Luz is wearing a tank top and board shorts, she looks cute, and Amity can't wait to tear it all off her later. Getting a moment alone is proving challenging. Woof rough landing Carino. Lucia asks, smiling sympathetically with her hands in her pockets, she's wearing swim shorts and a black bikini top. Amelia has a one-piece and a sun hat, she's smiling from a lounge chair. You could say that. Luz says, grabbing Lucia's outstretched arm and hoisting herself up. Amity looks at the two siblings, peas in a pod. Speaking of. How's Ida feeling? Amity asks, remembering just how haggard Luz's stepmom looked this morning. Lucia's expression falls, and she kicks at the sand. Getting better, slowly. She's really bummed that she didn't get to enjoy the beach today, it was a shame, Amity has learned over her time dating Luz that Ida is actually really nice. She's smart, funny, usually wise, and above all trustworthy. It must be nice, having trustworthy parents. Amity thinks Riley, frowning as she remembers a certain blue-eyed bitch. Don't worry, she always bounces back quickly, right Lucy? Luz chirps, smiling as the group congregates. Lucia doesn't answer, she's staring off across the volleyball court. Amity cocks an eyebrow as she follows the older girl's gaze, straight to her oldest sister. Yo! Let's go get lunch. Willow says, and the boys chant Lu unchanged, over and over again. Sure. Luz calls out, nudging Lucia with her shoulder. Luz's sister seems to snap back to life, blinking and looking around. Oh, sure. Lunch, totally. I could definitely go for a snack. She stammers, going rigid as Amelia walks over. Amity nearly laughs, Amy hasn't said anything about it yet. So Amity won't either. Ida is lying on a couch, ice pack on her head. Her head is pounding, and her everything aches. She gives a feeble thumbs up as everyone comes in and walks to the kitchen. She smiles as she sees Luz and Amity laugh, those two deserve every chance to be kids, happy and safe. Considering what they've been through. She groans, her curse deciding to act up today was a weird coincidence that both worked in her favor, and was agonizingly inconvenient. Lucia and Amelia fall behind slightly, letting the kids go on ahead of them. They share a knowing look with her. She nods, ever so slightly. She got what they were looking for. The entire point of the trip, the reason they picked this vacation home in the first place. Ida thinks back to cracking open the hidden safe while everyone was at the beach, pulling out the ledgers and journals. Making copies with the scanner she brought, along with the tools of her old trade. She remembers leafing through them, and not liking what she saw. Shell corporations being founded and dissolved within a year or two, businesses being based in morally dubious countries, an alarming number of references to some kind of council. 
Lucia and Amelia say nothing, but nod in return, and walk into the kitchen. Ida sighs again, and puts the ice pack back on her aching head. It's looking worse, way worse than they could have imagined. Luz grunts when Amity pushes her into the wall, their lips crashing together in a deserted hallway, Luz shoves her tongue into Amity's mouth. Everyone had settled down after lunch, and they figured they could sneak some private time in. Amity told Luz she knew a place where they could get that privacy. A spare room way off the beaten path, no one ever goes there. Amity moans, gripping Luz's shirt. Her hand palms Luz's cock through her shorts. Luz shivers and kisses Amity more deeply, dominating her mouth. She slips her hand into Amity's shorts. Amity huffs and reaches blindly for the door. Luz. She whispers as her fingers wrap around the handle. Ams, I want you so bad. Luz answers, following her awesome girlfriend, and it's true, it turns out sticking like ten people in the house together makes it pretty difficult to get a good fuck in. It's been driving both of them insane. Amity turns around and opens the door. They both crash into the office. Only to find they aren't alone. Middens? Luz's eyes fly wide a moment before she moves to hide the obvious tent in her pants. Amelia is looking back at them, she's standing next to a dark wooden bookcase. Amy? Her pale hands are pressing someone into the wall. That someone's flannel is unbuttoned, her black bikini top plainly visible and a little off-kilter. The button of her jean shorts is undone. Her legs are spread. Amelia removes her knee from where it obviously was a moment ago. Face flushed. Eyes wide. Long arms trying to untangle themselves from Amelia. Lucy? Luz asks, her jaw dropping. Hi Luz. Amity, Amelia answers for Lucia, who seems to be too busy blushing and covering herself to respond, sorry, I meant to lock the door. No, it's um, sorry for barging in, I, uh. Amity starts, seemingly trying to make sense of it. Luz absolutely can't. Lucia, and Amelia? They're, at the best place to make out, together. Lucia's face is covered in red lipstick. Her eyes narrow, Lucia's been acting weird all weekend. Getting all flustered and giggly around Amelia. She was disappointed when they got here, and Amelia wasn't here yet. You two are dating? Luz yells, energy surging through her veins at the realization. Of course, it explains everything. Lucia's random late-night supply runs. How Lucia wouldn't explain what she was going to get, or where she was going. Amelia is always happy to drive Luz and Amity around, especially to drop them off at the Owl House or the apartment. Lucia's insistence that absolutely nothing was happening in her dating life. Yep. Lucia confirms, frantically buttoning up her shirt. Luz blinks, but as the initial shock wears off she thinks it over. It's not that crazy now that she thinks about it. I'm just. I guess I'm surprised. Luz says, scratching the back of her head. Well I'm not. Amity says, picking at her nails as the other three stare. You're not. Luz asks.
Nope, Lucia's been asking me for advice for a few months. Stuff about how to woo rich girls. Amelia's been on her phone a lot more than she used to. When Amelia told me that Lucia got her a present for Christmas, when I... Amity continues to list out every single piece of evidence she's noticed over the months. Stuff Luz apparently missed, and she prides herself on being pretty damn observant. Well, congrats you too, that's awesome. Luz says, frowning as a sudden thought jumps through her head, wait, if you're dating Amelia, and I'm dating Amity, if we both want to get married is that gonna be a dash? It's unconventional but perfectly legal. I checked. Amelia chimes in, before she gasps and covers her mouth. They all stare at each other, except Lucia, who stares at the floor. It's silent in the room for a minute, and then one by one, they all start laughing. So, this has been going on for a few months? Luz says, deciding to spare the two of them from further embarrassment. Yep. Lucia says, She's almost completely buttoned up her shirt. Why didn't you tell me Lucy? Luz says, cocking an eyebrow as her sister's eyes dart between her and Amelia. Because. Because, I'm not quite ready for everyone to know. Especially my mom. Amelia jumps in, and Lucia nods happily. Okay, that makes fucking sense. Luz replies, and everyone laughs again. Lou's sighs, the frantic energy of a few minutes ago is completely gone. Ah well, maybe Amity and her can find some alone time later. And that's when the fire department came and put the math room out. Lou's recounts with a cackle, the best part was that they couldn't prove it was me, and I didn't have to write the test that day. Everyone around the patio table laughs. The table is large, like most things in this vacation home it's wrought iron, with a large thick pane of glass as the tabletop. Mostly empty plates in front of everyone. Luz can hardly believe how quickly the weekend has blown by, they're all heading home tomorrow morning. So they're making sure to make the most of it. Hunter, Willow, and Gus are in stitches over Luz's story, the epic tale of how she set fire to her math classroom, on purpose. Amity is on her phone, again her brow furrowed as she types out a lengthy response. Well you certainly got us beat lose, Ed says, and Amira nods beside him, worst we've done in that department is pull a fire alarm to try and get out of a test. Did it work? Ida pipes up from the end of the table, her golden eyes drooping. She looks tired. Luz wonders if her curse is acting up again, it's been especially rough on her lately. Not really, we still ended up having to write the test, and then go to Bump's office. Amira says, looking curiously at Amity as the rest of the table chuckles. Well I can't believe there are so many ne'er-do-wells at this table. Gus says in an airy tone, I for one, have never been in trouble. What about that time you and Maddie got caught smoking weed during biology? Willow deadpants, and Gus whirls around. Willow. Got caught smoking weed, huh? Been there, kiddo, been there. Lucia says, staring out into the middle space with a wistful look on her face. Amelia rolls her. Eyes, Luz's inner fangirl squeals at the sight, 
Now that she knows about them she can't stop geeking out. Yup. That's what they caught me doing, smoking weed and nothing else. Gus says, sitting straight in his chair, refusing to make eye contact with anyone. I call bull. Luz says, and Hunter scratches his head. Yeah, didn't you and Maddie sneak back there to make out? Hunter asks, and Gus wheezes, evidently speechless. As they dive into the complicated and dramatic love story of Maddie and Gus, Amity continues to tap away at her phone, that same slightly concerned expression on her face. What's up Ams? Writing a novel? Luz asks, only vaguely aware of how Amelia and Lucia both snap to attention. Hmm. Oh no, my mom's texting me. I'm trying to figure out some scheduling stuff. Scheduling? Luz asks, feeling a quite explicable mood shift at the mention of Odalia, for what? Oh, mom and I are going to a conference tomorrow. Amity says nonchalantly, and Luz chokes on her drink. Coughing loudly each and every time she tries to speak. Wah. Since when? Luz asks once she's sure she isn't dying. Oh yeah, she, kinda sprung it on me today, it's apparently a last-minute plan. Amity answers, chuckling softly. Luz's mind is whirring at a million miles per hour, what is she supposed to do? She looks across the table as Amelia puts her glass down. Huh, cool, Amelia says, stirring her drink with her straw, did she happen to say where it was? Uh, no, I didn't ask. Amity answers, shrugging slightly. But Luz isn't watching her girlfriend right now, she's watching Amelia. The woman is sitting casually, calmly, one arm wrapped around Lucia's shoulders. Luz smiles just a little when she notices her sister blushing, but she turns her focus back to the eldest Blight sibling. Amelia, she's, she's gripping her glass, hard. Luz can see her knuckles widening for a moment. Ah, it's no big deal. Hopefully it isn't too bad. Amelia says, popping her eyebrows up once for emphasis. She looks like she doesn't care. She looks like she isn't worried. But Luz has seen this before, this act. Her eyes narrow, and she watches Amelia blight the rest of the night. Making sure to engage in conversation, replying appropriately and adding her two cents when she can. But the entire time, her eyes are on Amelia. And she can see the truth. Amelia Blight is very worried. Hey Amelia! Wait up! She calls out, following the tall woman down the hallway, breakfast is over. Amity has already gone ahead to the bedroom to pack her things up. Hmm. Amelia turns around, and smiles softly, oh hello Luz, what a weekend eh? You can say that again. Luz chuckles, as Amelia falls in step with her, I can't believe I never noticed you and Lucia. Ha, in fairness, we've been doing our best to be discreet. Amelia says, scratching the back of her head a moment later, well, up until yesterday that is. Golden eyes flicker back and forth between her and the long hallway her pale hands trussing through her long hair over and over again. Hey, you seem pretty all right. 
Lou says, lightly punching her shoulder, Lucy seems to like you, and that's good enough for me. The woman hugs her shoulders, smiling softly. Thanks. Luz watches her, and she wonders. Luz's feet stop, sinking into the plush carpet. Amelia. Amity's big sister has never given her any bad vibes, and Amity loves to stay over at her house. Amity trusts this woman, that much is plainly obvious. She never has anything bad to say about her oldest sister. Luz? Amelia asks, facing her full on, are you alright? Luz sucks a deep breath in, and squares her shoulders. If Amity trusts her. Amelia? Luz says, looking this woman straight in her eyes. She stares back, with an amused smile. A hand on her hip, cocking an eyebrow. Just like Am's. Yeah? What is it? Is. She stalls out before her sentence starts. Come on Luz, you can do this. Is something, bad happening to Amity, she grits out, eyes snapping back to Amelia. She doesn't answer, her eyes barely widen, it's almost imperceptible. Almost. What? Amelia asks, her voice a hoarse whisper. Luz takes a step closer, and Amelia doesn't move, is something bad happening to Amity? She. I think something is. Something? Like what? Amelia asks again, her expression is serious, gravely serious. She steps closer. Like, uh. Luz stops. Luz? With, your mom, and the trips. Luz answers, her stomach falling out through her feet. Her shoulders creep up to her ears. You think my mother is abusing her? Amelia asks evenly, her brows furrowing deeper. Luz's heart flips in her chest. I never said abuse. Luz replies, her eyes narrowing. Amelia's composure breaks for a minute. Her jaw drops, for just an instant. Then she looks up and down the hallway, and steps closer. What do you know? Amelia asks, her hands pressing into Luz's shoulders, guiding her to the side of the hallway. What do you know? Lux counters, shrugging off Amelia's hand. I know, that whatever you think you know, you're wrong. I know that you're way over your head. Amelia answers. Luz wonders for a moment what Amelia means, does she think she can't handle this? Amelia knows something, and Luz is gonna find out what. I know that Amity comes home from those trips with bruises. Luz offers. Amity bruises easily, she can lightly nudge a chair and have a huge one. Amelia counters, and Luz frowns. That's true. Amity bruises really easily. She racks her brain, why is it so hard to think? Well she never remembers anything. Doesn't surprise me, memory is fallible enough already without subjecting it to agonizingly boring nonsense. Amelia answers, frowning down at Luz. Luz's heart nearly drops out of her chest, for a single instant she can see them, those two frowning officers. Furrowing their brows as she tearfully tells them her story, the two sharing knowing looks before asking her questions. They, they touched me. 
Luz whispered, tears threatening to fall down her face again. She can feel Tara's hands creeping down her body. They touched you, how? The man asks. I, what? She stares. How did he touch you? They both did. Luz shouts, anger swelling. I know something's happening. Luz says, her voice straining but adamant, somebody is hurting her, she says, staring up at Amelia. She can't let it happen again, she won't let it happen again. Those officers didn't believe her, they told her that she was making a big deal out of nothing. It took so much, she had to give up so much to prove it to people who didn't really care. Didn't really believe her. She cried, every single night. Leading up to the trial, during the trial. Afterwards. Despite Lucia, Rain, Ida and Mama's best efforts. Luz had felt more alone than she ever had in her life. She clenches her fists in the hem of her shirt. She won't let Amity feel that way. No matter what it takes. Luz, that's a serious accusation. Amelia says, and Luz's eyes fly wide, you need serious proof. I. Luz falters, I. They think she made it all up. Lucia growled out. She's always sore after those damned trips. Luz feels anger rising in her, a fire burning through the tangled thorns inside her, please. I know it's happening. Has, has she said anything about it? Amity? Amelia asks, her expression softening slightly. She, no, she, she doesn't remember. But I know it, I just know. Luz's flame falters again. Amelia doesn't say anything, she stares at Luz. Still as a statue except her eyes, flitting back and forth between Luz's own. Luz trembles, her muscles are constricted so tightly. If, if one person can believe her then maybe. Her stoic demeanor falters. Luz. I. Maybe Amelia can help her, maybe they can save Amity together. Amelia hardens again, you need to be careful. Without solid evidence a claim like that could get you in deep shit. But it is happening, you have to believe me. I dash. Amelia grabs her by the shoulders, not hard, but with enough pressure to draw her attention. My grandfather? Obedia's blight? Used to, hurt my mom. Amelia says, and Luz gasps, his father used to hurt him, and so on. What? What I'm saying is, this is way bigger than you think. It goes deeper than just, something bad. And you need more than just, knowing it. Luz you need to drop this. But I can help. I have to help. No Luz, you can't win against her. You just can't, trust me. Luz you need to promise me something. Her expression is almost painful, promise me, you'll keep your head down. Promise me you'll keep your nose out of trouble. I can't Amelia, your mom is hurting her. Luz whispers, and Amelia's stoic facade completely crumbles. Luz, please. For Amity's sake, for Lucy and your parents, your friends. I need to hear you promise me. Stay out of this, please. 
Luz's heart clenches painfully in her chest. It feels like the floor is dropping out from under her. She stumbles backwards, bumping into some piece of furniture. Luz slides sideways. A mistake. She made a mistake. Amelia. She doesn't believe her, doesn't believe in her. It took everything she had to prove to the jury that Tara and Jacob had abused her. She had to lay bare those darkest parts of herself, parts she'd rather forget. Even then, it was decided by the smallest sliver. They both nearly got away with it. No one ever trusts her, she's the delinquent. The one who needs to stay out of trouble. She's alone, as usual. There's no one who can help. Luz wipes her eyes, glaring up at Amelia, who withers visibly. Amelia opens her mouth, then closes it, then opens it again. Luz. She finally says, her voice shaky. Whatever, I'll just stay down and do nothing. Forget I said anything. Luz spits out, turning away, treacherous tears forcing their way out. She runs down the hall. Ignoring Amelia, calling after her. She doesn't see Amelia's face twist up, she doesn't see Amelia pace back and forth in the hall, pulling at her hair, tears spilling down her face as she punches the wall. But Luz doesn't see it, and she doesn't care. Enough is enough. Amity is not going on that trip. No matter what. No matter what. Luz opens the door to their bedroom, slamming it shut behind her. Amity jumps from her place on the bed, her clothes neatly tucked back into her suitcase. Luz. Amity manages before Luz throws herself at her. Amity. Luz whispers, taking a shaky breath in before pulling back, Amity, we need to talk.